So Zoomnet AI was uh, was started not as an AI company specifically, but really to solve a problem that I was having, but also my team was having at uh, this company that we were working at. And you know, I think most good companies start with a problem, you know, that you yourself are having and that you're sort of passionate about solving. And my problem was one of productivity loss within the day for my team and myself. And, really a sense of uh, being unfulfilled in, in the job because we couldn't get our, our, our tasks done. And the reason why we couldn't get them done was because we had to do so many other things that really weren't on our job descriptions. But we had to do those tasks because nobody else was there to do them for us. There was no supporting staff. And, and this is very true in North America, but we've also seen it in Western Europe. Uh, and now we're seeing it around the world where most enterprises are becoming lean and their definition of lean is anyone that has a supporting role in the company and replace them with software. The problem with that is that you're really downloading all those tasks to the employees and so the employees become their own admins and that's how we felt. We felt like we were really our own admins and we weren't really working on our real job and so we felt horrible. And that's where the idea came from for Zoom.ai. I wanted to clone an executive admin because my CEO had one and he was super happy and super productive. And that's what I wanted to work like. And that's what I wanted my team to work like as well, to focus on the high level tasks during their day. The sort of founding philosophy, if I'm interpreting this correctly, is trying to use artificial intelligence that you at Zoom.ai have developed to alleviate some of those mundane administration potentially tasks from a user so that they can focus on the real the, the things that they do within their job that really add value to their their businesses yeah that's perfectly said because that is so important to an employee's well-being and happiness while at work right they you know we go home and if we haven't accomplished the task that we set out to do you know the work that we signed up for at this company and we feel unhappy and we're obviously going to go and find another job that we can work at and, and accomplish great things. And so that's how I felt our team, my team was becoming. We were becoming just workers and really subservient to the software that get, was getting pushed towards us. And that's not a, that wasn't a lot of fun. And so AI, artificial intelligence, really came into play and took really center stage because I didn't feel that we could build the solution using traditional technologies that have been around for a while. Because I've seen other companies come and go before trying to solve the productivity issue. And really what it is, it's more than just productivity we know now, but that's really the, the centerpiece, it's productivity. And so I thought AI, specifically machine learning, could really help us in terms of understanding how we operate during the day, how we like to work. And that was a centerpiece of, of how we started and it has become a, a huge differentiator in our solution because it makes our product smart. It makes it like a human EA um, in terms of how they learn what their manager likes to do and doesn't like to do and how they like to work. And that's what AI gives us. It gives us a prediction engine, an intelligence that is unparalleled. The other AI component, of course, um, and it doesn't really get talked a lot about, is natural language processing. 
And that's really a way to understand English input. So we are a chat first solution, which means that we operate inside of a chat application, any, almost any chat application. And so we have to understand what the person on the other side is asking us to do. And we have to do so without any humans. So that's called natural language processing. It's part of AI. And we actually have to build all of it to really differentiate ourselves and to get down to the level of, yes, this is like my human EA would understand me, both from an understanding me of what I'm asking it to do, but also read in between the lines and do exactly what I really want it to do because it understands me. It's fascinating to hear to hear the sort of fundamental ethos of Zoom.ai. And obviously you, you've developed this out of something that you recognized as, as a problem within previous organizations that you were a part of. So, so what's the reception been like from, from your customers as, as your proposition has developed within the industry? So the reception has been fantastic and it's, it's interesting. We started the company thinking that we would target individual professionals, so you know, real estate agents and, and recruiters and so forth. But what actually happened very, very quickly was that we were inundated with interest from large multinational enterprises. And these are the largest companies around the world, you know, 10,000, 50,000 employees. And that was something that was hard to handle, of course, being a smaller company at the beginning. And so we've sort of had to grow fast to, to adopt to that. But the reason that they're so interested is twofold. One is the savings of productivity per employee might be, let's say, 15 hours a month on average. But when you multiply that out by the number of employees, it's a huge, huge cost savings to the company. And so this is one of the reasons why they're interested. But the other reason, which is harder to quantify, is that they're looking for a new employee experience at work. Because larger companies typically are not, let's say, sexy. They're not exciting. To, to go and work for, they're not in, seen as innovative in some ways. And so they're looking for a different way to operate within the workday so that they can attract the younger demographic worker coming in, say the millennial if you want to term it that, and they operate differently. They're coming into work, they're on their phone, they're messaging everyone that they know. That's how they get work done, they message everyone. And so for them to be given an app to download and to run all the time, like Outlook, and to live in it, is just very counterintuitive for them. And so these companies are coming to us not only looking for an AI solution to make everything more productive, but they're also looking for an employee experience upgrade. And that's where our chat first interface comes in and really shines above anything else. There's a couple of points that I really wanted to pick up on there. Firstly, if, if the, you know, the productivity gains that you can help realize with, with Zoom.ai, if, if it, I mean, 15 hours a month, I, I don't even think I do 15 hours work in a month. So instantly, you know, you've doubled my productivity there. But secondly, you're absolutely right. The, the recruitment landscape in terms of competition, we are increasingly hearing about how competitive it is and how difficult it's going to be for maybe a more traditional business to attract the newer generations uh, of workers due, due to the different working habits they're going to have. And your tools with, with Zoom.ai can, can radically help that. 
Yeah, it's a really good point. So, you know, I talk about attracting great talent, younger talent. And younger doesn't really mean 20-some. You know, there are quite a lot of 30-year-olds who live by chat as well. And obviously, we all, regardless of age, understand how chat works now, whether we're chatting in text, uh, SMS, or whether we're on a Facebook Messenger or WhatsApp. We all understand how powerful that is, and we want to work that way as well. So it's almost not an age issue anymore, but it's also the fact that companies understand they have to automate, they have to bring AI, because AI is such a disruptive technology that it gives them benefits that are magnitudes better than traditional technologies. And if they don't bring that in, they're going to be left behind and become uncompetitive. And it's not just bringing AI into, let's say, your software solution if you're a software vendor, or even if you're a car vendor, for example, as Tesla has shown the entire car industry. A little bit of AI, or maybe in their case, a lot of AI, is so disruptive. And so now you see the all of the car companies catching up, trying to catch up and adding AI. So that's one way, but really bringing AI into your daily processes, into your work environment. How do you automate those tasks, those processes that you've built inside of your company for your workers, for your employees, that no longer makes sense? And so this is what uh, AI has the promise to do. And this is one of the reasons why most of the innovative large enterprises have dedicated teams now looking at how do I leverage AI in all aspects of it? And that's where Zoom.ai comes in, in terms of the employee experience portion. We only deal with employees and their daily tasks. Uh, and so it's a very specific, finite problem that we're trying to solve. But it's a huge, huge problem because at the heart of any company is their employees. And that's really the, their asset, right? Their core asset. And you have to keep them happy, satisfied, productive. That's, that's the whole notion of employee experience. One, one of the questions I wanted to ask you, and you've sort of touched on it there, was as someone who, who's an expert in this field and, and you specialize in, in leveraging artificial intelligence technology, how, how has the attitude to AI changed? Because I sort of, a couple of years ago, I think there was potentially a bit of reticence there, a bit of a hesitance for businesses to, to, to look at artificial intelligence. And I think there's still a bit of a, a misconception about artificial intelligence, you know, r replacing human jobs. And, and in some cases, that's undoubtedly true. But what, what you were saying there it appears the attitude may have changed within the enterprise, at least, where they're realizing other people are using this to their benefits. We have to also be able to do this. You're quite right. A couple of years ago, there was a fear. Um, I remember being interviewed by a morning talk show of all places. And the number one question was, when are the robots coming to kill us? Right. So that was the inevitable end of all of this. That's actually my last question, Roy. So stay tuned for that. I won't answer you right now. You know, so there was this fear because of the hype, and the hype is real. The you know the the benefits of AI, I think, are almost understated and un misunderstood, or uh, we haven't fully understood how powerful this technology uh, is and, and will become. But you're right. So what happened after that was that there was a sense of curiosity. And so there was a lot of companies, large enterprise companies that created these innovation teams, mostly out of HR, who were tasked to go and find innovative solutions you know, around AI and to sort of understand what the benefits were. That now has 
changed. And now what we've seen is the IT teams coming to us. So no longer a specialized team looking into it, sort of kicking the tires. But now we have IT teams with mandates to leverage AI um, and leverage these solutions in-house and see how they can be brought in and integrated into the their current tech stack. So that's very, very different. And one thing that I think has also changed, hopefully, uh, although we do still do see it, companies shouldn't be buying AI solutions. There is no such thing as an AI solution. AI is a technology. AI is an underlying piece of technology in all solutions. You will have to have a solution that has AI in it, just because of the the benefits, the magnitude of benefits that it gives you. Whether it's 100x more powerful, more intelligent than the current solution, or whether it's 100x less cost because of AI. Either way, it's, it's, it's a huge differentiator. And so this is what I tell companies that are still looking for an AI solution. There is no such thing. Uh, you have to really look at what your use case is. Are you looking at crunching numbers and trying to find patterns? Are you looking at an employee productivity solution for finding information? You know, so all of those are different use cases and they require different solutions. And the solutions that IT teams should be looking at must have a strong component of AI in it. How important are some of those partnerships that you've developed with other technology providers within the industry? Yeah, it's super important for, for us to work with the existing infrastructure, the existing tech stack that these large enterprises have. And to a very high degree, I would say 95, 97% of that is it's Microsoft. It's a Microsoft Exchange or it's a Microsoft Office 365. And so our customers are migrating to the cloud, they're migrating to Office 365 or they have already. And they're looking for um, AI solutions um, productivity solutions and so forth. And so Microsoft also understands that. And so they're one of our biggest partners. They resell our solution. And then in fact, their global resellers are now reselling our solution. And there's a great example of that in London, England actually, and they're called Arcadin, uh, one of the larger Microsoft resellers. And they're using Zoom.ai along with Microsoft Teams, the new chat platform for Office 365. And they're using that triple solution to really push a lot of benefits inside of their customers. And I, and I suppose that's a, it's a great way for them to be able to leverage some of the benefits of AI using existing platforms that their customers are already using. You know, it's not, a, it's not an AI product, it's an AI-enhanced solution. Yeah, and that's perfectly said. And in fact, sometimes I like to call AI, not really artificial intelligence, but augmented intelligence. We're augmenting the the current intelligence, which most, mostly doesn't exist, to be quite honest, but we're adding intelligence into the existing solutions that are there today and will continue to be there. Just finally, Roy, I wanted to understand, it's always difficult to gauge, isn't it, with these emerging technology markets and how they're utilized within different platforms and solutions. What are your plans for Zoom.ai going forward in, in terms of development? What, what are your main targets? What, what are the areas that you're particularly interested in that you think you might be able to add real value in? So we, we look at the problem as a, as a horizontal layer within the tech stack that is missing. 
Um, and so that's an automation layer, and that's a employee automation layer. So we're trying to work for the employee. We're trying to automate their day. We're trying to really remove the, the, the hurdles. And so if you look at a task that is commonly done by most employees, you're looking at things like scheduling meetings, which you know everyone has to do, which take up a huge amount of time, and all types of meetings, whether it's an internal group meeting or a one-on-one -on -one meeting or external meeting. But then you look at things like finding information. More and more, we are an information-based society. And at work, again, you know, assets are the employees, but really also the assets are the piece of information that we gather inside, the knowledge that's built inside. And today, that knowledge is stored everywhere at so many places. And now employees are actually wasting more time trying to figure out which spot that piece of information is than actually going and finding it. So information, discovery, and management is a huge component and it's a huge time waster. And so we're doubling down on those two main components um, and we're just trying to fill in the dots between what an employee's workday is like and those annoyances that they have and then the existing technology stack that the enterprise has, the tools. So we're connecting those two dots, but we're making it intelligent by the use of machine learning and AI. So that's where we're headed. We're constantly thinking about how do we make an employee's day better? And obviously, how do we make the company much more productive and their employees much happier, of course? Well, it will be, it will be fascinating to see your development path. And I, and I look forward to my working days getting easier and easier with Zoom.ai. But Roy, for the meantime, thank you so much for coming onto the podcast and explaining a bit about what it is you do. Oh, thank you very much.